it's a really positive investment if you're a service-based business owner and it's an investment that you can't afford not to make right now. If you can't turn your business or your presence into a media type organization, like if, if you can't swap to the new model of what the internet's providing, like you're going to fail. If you have certain results, I can show you exactly the roadmap that you need to do digitally. You can do it in 10 hours. Podcasting probably fits into your daily life or your weekly life flawlessly. Welcome back to another episode of the Yes And podcast. We have designed this episode to deliver so much value on such a relevant topic. So I can't wait to get into it with you. If this is the first time listening to the Yes And podcast, what we're here for is to decrease that learning curve and decrease that time between where you are now and the life that you want to have. And we believe wholeheartedly that you can have your cake and eat it too. And so the topic that we're going to start around is, yes, you can launch a successful podcast and it's not going to cost you a fortune or take like all of the time out of your schedule. And that's something that's really important to me. And when I was thinking about this topic and bringing it to you, I was like, well, who can I reach out to to bring in as the expert on this? And lo and behold, I reached out to my producer and was like, hey, I got this idea for uh, you know, a podcast episode. Do you know anybody? And he has decided to join me in the studio, which is such a treat. I also feel like I've got to be on my best behavior for this. But without further delay, we've got the one and only Senor Ike Fontaine. Hello, hello. You ready to get into this? Let's do it. We're rolling. Yeah. So the behind the scenes that the audience gets today is that I had zero podcast um, like presence. I mean, I'd been a guest on what did we decide, like uh, over 100 podcasts at that time when we sat down and had our conversation. And I said, you know, I, I don't have time to do this. And you kind of came up with two things. One is you simplified the actual time conception or perception, I guess, that I had around what it takes to do a podcast. And the other thing that I want to actually lead with is you shared with me how this is an investment that I basically, as a coach and as a speaker, couldn't afford not to. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, why do you think that statement was true for you then and now? Uh, I'm assuming it's still true that this is an investment that it's a really positive investment if you're a service-based business owner and it's an investment that you can't afford not to make right now in where we are. Yeah. I mean, I think the point that you're pinning on here is that my belief is, and many other people believe that, you know, if you if you're a coach, consultant, small, medium-sized business owner, even larger businesses, I I talked to some uh larger, you know, like Fortune 100, 200, or 500 companies. And if you can't turn your business or your presence into a media type organization, like if you can't shift yourself from the old model of how you would communicate and market and, and do sales and, and do um, customer acquisition and, and brand affinity, like if you can't swap to the new model of what the internet's providing, like you're going to fail. And I think the, I mean, it's not going to be like a, a big blow up. It'll just be a slow falter. And we've seen this with so many companies that haven't been able to adopt to the internet. And the pandemic obviously was like this huge, that was a blow up moment for many, many companies because they were like, we have to like figure this out. And yeah, so long story short is for sure. Like people, people also have to figure out 
what works best for them. Every individual has different skill sets and proclivities. Uh, so you have to like find the medium that works for you. It just happened to be that, you know, you are on social media, but maybe a long form style show to get you collaborating with all the people that you know, love and trust and the people that you don't turned out to be the best strategy for you. The best investment for your time, best investment for your resource holistically. Um, so yeah, I, I, I couldn't say, I couldn't say more that it's true that most people need to start seriously looking at the, their ability to create whatever they want to create. Like how do you create as a person? And then what are your ideal results, um, that you want to achieve? And is that tied to a business, not tied to a business? And there's options for, for all. Yeah. And one of the things that I love that you've brought into the planning for this podcast was a very intentional putting out a way that people could experience what it would be like working with me, because that was something that obviously I've intentionally have a limited bandwidth that I want to put forth. And we're going to talk about that in a second from the strategic side of it. But the energetic side of it that you and I had talked about and the way that you presented this to me was that I could be sharing my tools and my expertise and actually have a higher conversion with lower time in my sales funnel because people had experienced me through the podcast. And I think that that's true, whether you're a coach or not, of people creating that relationship and feeling close with that person and aligning with their values that really I I didn't see. And I'm not, I'm a huge fan of YouTube. And you know, we put some of this content up on YouTube. I just didn't see the same kind of alignment and feedback from my YouTube channel or from social media that I have from people joining me on a weekly basis in my podcast. Why, why is that? And I know I'm the therapist, but I want you to go into the psychology of it. So YouTube is amazing. It's, it's honestly one of those super unicorn platforms. Many people have been able to make it successful. Most do uh, for the ones who commit to it. There's a high barrier to entry. You have to have a video background. You have to have a social media background. You have to know how to edit or find people or build a team around you that knows how to do it. I've done a lot of that work. I totally get it. And I'm not here to poo-poo it. You're not here to poo-poo it. You're on YouTube. You've used YouTube. It's great. Podcasting just provides a more lower threshold, easier access, and also an environment that is growing much more robustly right now than YouTube ever did. Now, YouTube's amazing. I'm not going to say, I'm not trying to poo-poo it. I'm just saying that we're at a time and place with where all these platforms are evolving, where podcasting was kind of like not the cool kid on the block. And it's now the extraordinarily cool kid. And the amount of money that is being invested into technology, the amount of acquisition on talent and technology that is happening across the board for the podcasting industry is like unbelievable right now. Like what was it? Over the last two years, Spotify spent like, you know, well over half a billion dollars on just acquiring talent. Like they spent, and then before that, like during the pandemic, they spent, I think another 300 or 400 million just on acquiring technology, Megaphone being one, Anchor being another. So it's kind of like you look at all of this stuff happening. I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, you look at all of these things happening within, within the industry and you're like, okay. And when I see this, it's like, hey, the industry's evolving. 
these companies clearly know that a there's a there's a listener base. They're trying to acquire audiences because they know how valuable they are. The advertising bit industry within uh, podcasting is going to double in the next year. It's going to go from two to four billion by 2024. So about a year and a half or something, right? Everyone, like the people on the inside are like, yo, there's stuff here and we need to like put the foundation in now. So when I see that and people say, well, I could be over here, I could be over here. Like, hey, it's all great. You can make results everywhere. But what's interesting about podcasting is a bit more of like the Wild West right now. And with the advent of video podcasting and platforms adopting their infrastructure and their social climates, right? So we think about other certain social media platforms and or networks and, and stuff like that. Video podcasting now is completely on the rise. And I actually believe that video podcasting is going to be able to compete with that YouTube type feel. At the end of the day, YouTube just rolled out an entire podcasting yarn. Go to youtube.com forward slash podcast. They've got a whole landing page and it's a whole ecosystem now, right? And they're making it easier for creators to get their podcasts onto YouTube. So YouTube's not going anywhere. I'm just kind of the person in the camp being like, hey, if you're a coach, consultant, small, medium sized business owner, You've got a finite amount of time. Your business heavily relies on the relationships of the people that you are around and your knowledge and what you do in the world. So what's the best way to capture that in the most time efficient manner into a system and a process that can give you all the other things that you that you already already need to do in your business, like marketing, client journey, client relations, brand affinity, to just name a few. Those are so valuable. Yeah. So when you say the why, like, why are we going to do this over something else? Like we could really dig into this because there's a lot of spokes to the wheel. But uh, when we think about YouTube, when we think about podcasts, when we think about just getting onto TikTok or which I don't know how I feel about that anymore, but uh, or Instagram or Meta, like you just have to make the best decision for yourself and like where where you're at as a and I know that there are a lot of business owners listen to the show. So as a business owner, you have to get very clear on like, what are the results that I want to achieve? And then I can lay out quite literally in this podcast, like if you have certain results, I can show you exactly the roadmap that you need to do um, digitally. Podcasting doesn't work for everyone. It does work for a lot of people who are small business owners though. So obviously that's why I'm here and what I do in the world. Um, but yeah, hopefully that answered your question. That was a bit of a roundabout. No, I love I love the why. And I do want to get to one of the like tangible questions that I get a lot of, of like, can I just record my podcast and put it up on YouTube? And I want to parking lot that for a second. So help me remember that I want to come back to that. That's a no and. That's a no and. We'll get to the no and <laughs> in a second. I want to jump into the the how though, because at this point in the episode, You've got a lot of these listeners that are nodding their heads and being like, okay, I want to do a podcast. I understand that it's important. I've wanted to do it for two, three years. There's a couple parts of it. It's the how to get started in that investment of time, money, and energy. And then also the the thought of it's it's oversaturated, which I know you can answer that second part really quickly because that's something that we've talked about. But something that I want the listeners to understand is that Ike and I specifically talked about how to start my podcast for under $2,000, which 
for me selling, you know, a program or a high ticket client, if I'm, if I'm getting one, if I'm getting one person engaging that month, I have more than made back that investment. And if you're like, well, that's still a lot of money because, you know, let's be honest, it is a big commitment. Then I also had shared that you can start your podcast for less than 10 hours. Like in 10 hours was kind of a, a conservative amount as far as I know you do this every single day. So you can start a podcast in about 30 minutes, whereas like I can file an LLC and get a tax number for a business in 10 minutes. <laughs> so we both have our superpowers. But for those that are listening and are like, okay, Ike, you've convinced me. I want to have a podcast. How do you start a podcast with little time and almost like no budget? So I'm going to answer your question, but I'm going to lay some groundwork first because I think it'll resonate. This is how I look at how you do that. In every business, there are three pieces that I look at. There are attraction, conversion, and retention. Pretty much how every business operates on planet Earth. Like you have to attract people to something, you convert them, and then you're trying to keep them and or turn them into affiliates or some sort of referral, brand affinity, builder, activator. Those are the three pieces that you have to focus on on your business. The cool thing about podcasting is that it literally helps every single piece of that funnel or that piece of a business. Not only can you can attract things to your business, you can literally use it to convert. You can literally use it to retain and keep people within the loop and, um, and turn them into activators of the, uh, of the brand. So let's talk about your time because that's the most important out of, out of all of this. I'm going to guess that most people listening to this show are probably spending anywhere between three to five hours every single week on attraction type activities. Some are probably spending more. And I mean sending out reach emails, getting on sales calls, booking demos, doing whatever that thing is that is trying to create a, a relationship with somebody, and then you're trying to get them to the next stage, which is some sort of conversion. If we just focused on the attraction piece, if you're spending a handful of hours every single week, I can guarantee you that if you spent one of those hours, a fraction of your time speaking with your ideal target client avatar and or collaborator. You did that for one hour. So let me remind you that this is one hour of time that you're already spending on something that you need to do. <laughs> we can take that one hour of time and turn that into a successful podcast. So you can have an ROI on within less than 60 days. So it's kind of like, that's how I like to look at it. And then everything else is just going to fill in around it because like, we don't need to necessarily pay attention to all the other things. And yes, we can do it. You can do it in 10 hours. And yes, you can do it for not the amount of money that you think that you're spending. Yeah, right? You know, it's like, there's, you know, people out there being like, I just paid this company $25,000 to launch my podcast. I'm like, what'd you do? <laughs> right. I'm like, um, all right. So it's like, it, you need to just get very clear on your time and what you're doing every single week because a podcast can very much seamlessly just lay itself um, straight in into your active business lifestyle. Um, now, this is a moment of the show where I'm embarrassed to say that as a podcast person that I've lost the train of thought exactly the question that I'm asking <laughs> But I know what we're talking about is really good. And we'll keep this in here because this is real. The question is around like how, how, like how do I overcome the thought that it's going to take too much time 
too much money. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, that the groundwork there is just like, hey, first of all and foremost, you're already doing the th- it already lays straight into your 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 ecosystem. Um, second of all, oh well, how do you produce it? How do you create it? How do you put it out in the world consistently? Um, I am a master of process operations. Um, and you know, I have a big efficiency background. So it's like you just need to be able to create the system that can work for you. You also need to be able to produce the show in a way and create the show in a way that it helps the system down the line. So what is the show about? How do you talk to people? What is the core mission? Is there an ethos? Check, 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 check for Bunny here, <laughs> right? Uh, and then, and how then as you take that podcast into the production system, how can you chop it up into multimedia pieces? How can you create, you know, like, about two weeks worth of content or three works, three weeks worth of content sometimes um, out of just one episode. Um, how can you get this thing to work for you? Um, and you honestly, what I tell it's I tell everyone that you really need to just help build a system and have someone run it. And you really don't need people with massive podcast experience. But yeah, you do need someone who understands content. And that's important. If anyone's very interested in finding a person like that, I can literally connect you with people. Um, it's part of what I do. Uh, but building that system is is very um, is is very is very paramount. So let me. We can probably spend a minute talking about that system if that's if that's something where we want to go. Because um, because at this point, everyone knows everyone knows that okay, great podcast. If I'm a coach, consultant, small to medium sized business owner. Podcasting probably fits into your daily life or your weekly life flawlessly. And I'm going to admit, as we go into the system, even though I'm pretty, you know, I'm like the queen of systems. One of the reasons we got into this relationship is because I told you flat out, I want to show up and record and do nothing else. And so, like, I'm prefacing this with everything that Ike's saying is the system that he's built for our company. And he's actually a part of that team that all I do is show up, press record, do this episode. Ike's the one creating the system behind the scenes and the content as well, and then delivering that back to our team to put into our content machine. And so you, I say that to say, like, first off, I want to be transparent and not have everybody think that I'm doing all of this. Second is I want to make sure that as the business owner, you're staying in your zone of genius and also encouraging you to participate at whatever level is ideal for you. I think what I'll do is I'm going to talk about this system. And I think the the caveat here is, you know, if anyone has questions about particular pieces, literally go to the comment field, to the uh, review field in this episode right now and leave a piece of like what you want more clarity on. We can follow up with you, send you information, et cetera, et cetera. Because I can't go into like literally every single nuance of everything, but like the simple the simplicity of this is as followed. The 10-hour perfect podcast system starts with an awareness of who you are and the desired outcomes that you want to achieve. So more specifically, let's get tangible people, right? Okay, you are a consultant. You sell a $5,000 consulting package that runs for six months for certain technology platforms or whatever, or whatever it might be. You need to get very clear on 
that if you want to do this podcast, why are you doing it and who are you going to, who are you going to do it for? Um, and most of the people that come to work with me are like, Hey, I want to grow my authority, my influence, my revenue. I want this thing to just, you know, emanate out of me and really help with, you know, the holistic picture of attraction, conversion, and retention. So you need to make sure that it aligns with your desired outcome. So what is the desired outcome? If you can get it specifically as tight as I want this podcast to generate prospect calls. I want this podcast to help me sell this package to this type of person. That's where we need to get at. After you get to that stage, you click into stage two. Stage two is building your pod 100 list. Your pod 100 list is going to be like your strategic growth collaboration document. It's going to be like this infrastructure that you're going to be able to line up all the people you know all the people that you know have given you sales, all the people that you've gotten sales from, and you're just going to keep going down that list of basically everyone in your business life structure that can be tied to what you do in the world. So no one else. We're not talking about your best friend because you have great conversations. We're not talking about your husband or your partner or your wife. Um, well, maybe if you're in a business with them, it might be that might be interesting. But if, if they're not it directly tied to what you're doing within that your brand and infrastructure, like we're not thinking about them right now. We're going to think about them later, but right now in the 10-hour perfect podcast system, we're going to leave some things out, right? So build that pod 100 list. I want you to put down 30 to 40 individuals who directly tie to revenue, brand expansion, things that have happened in the past. What that list is going to give you is basically a, a straight up a trajectory when you do an email outreach to all of them saying that you were launching a podcast and you were looking to get connected with XYZ person, right? So that's stage two. Moving into stage three, I call this like the rinse and repeat content method. You're going to stick to one format and one format only. Most shows progress um, into kind of different format and doing different things, but you got 10 hours here. So you're going to stick to one thing until, you know, it feels, it feels aligned. Usually there's like two pathways that you can choose, but I'm going to choose one just for brevity. Um, so I'm going to call the, I call this the consultant. Um, this, the format is the consultant. And what you want to do here is basically create a, you could call it like a prospecting funnel. So your ideal result here in the podcast is getting people on that you can help with something very specifically. More, more importantly, let's say you're a business consultant, right? You help people operationalize their businesses and, and do whatever. You are going to create a podcast all about bringing your ideal clients onto a show for you to help their fix their problems in real time. And yeah, people are going to be like, uh, why would I do that? I want to get paid for it. I was like, exactly. You do want to get paid for it, right? So you're going to help a few people along the way so you can get paid to do it. <laughs> so like people buy with their eyes. They buy from, ex from the experiences they have with people and they buy from how they, you make them feel right. There's like that famous quote, right? It's like, people don't remember you for like something. They remember for you for how they make you feel. Anyway, people don't remember what they you say. They remember how you made them feel. Thank you. Yeah. Like that always has stuck with me. And it's so, uh, it's so right for podcasting. So you're going to want to really think about that. Um, this consultant structure, if this aligns with you, and there's some other strategies and just maybe hit the comments below or whatever. If, if you're like, oh, this doesn't work for me, like what are the other ones? But 
in the funnel that I'm talking about now, the consultant podcast, you're going to go reach out to all those people on the pod 100 list. They're going to get you connected with people. You're going to start a simple Calendly link. Boom, book the podcast on it. We're not even, guys, we're not even talking about putting a, a recording infrastructure together yet. You don't need anything super fancy. Like, you know, we're recording this on Riverside. I super recommend Riverside. It's like $12 a month. It's nothing. If you really wanted to just bootstrap it, record it on Zoom. I don't care. People want people want really good, just quality conversations. Like the, the, the where you record it and stuff like that, it's just starting to lose its glitter and and glam now you know a lot of people you say it's got to be the microphone that you have and like no at the end of the day like quality is good and in a second i'm going to talk about like the 400 podcast recording system but like this one format that i'm talking about just get super specific on what you're doing it's one format you're going to bring this person on talk to it what i like about the consultant format is that it pretty much puts your ideal prospect right in front of you and you can just literally give them value and create a really great relationship. And here's the thing. I run a lot of shows like this on a, on really, really high levels. Um, actually you can actually, if you want right now, you want to see a, a really good example of this specific funnel, go to the optimized podcast. Um, it's with Jay Abraham and Nick Sonnenberg. Uh, we launched that show not too long ago and generated like $50,000 in the first two weeks. It's just like, it was like, Okay, great, <laughs> right? So it's like, if you want a great example of what that looks like, go there. But do the consultant funnel because I really, I think that it's like, it fast tracks people to exactly what they usually want. So there's your content format. There's your there's your vertical on how you're gonna do the format. The podcast studio for under 400 bucks. So I just I just said uh, about two minutes ago that I was poo-pooing that you don't really don't need platforms. You can record it anywhere. That's true. Now, we do live in a day an age where everyone's glued to their devices and they have a lot of options. And you have to try to either, you need to outflank them in some way. You don't always have to have the most perfect sounding voice uh, because you have uh, a great microphone, but how can you flank them from another side if you don't have the microphone, right? Personality, content, format, style, whatever it is. But I usually recommend across the board, hey, if you're going to get into something like this, if you're going to start a podcast, you're most likely doing webinars. You're most likely doing sales calls. You're most likely doing other things on the internet that require your voice, right? Get the effing microphone. Because <laughs> like, it's like an investment that like is just so universal that it's, it's the right thing to do. Um, I recommend people get the MV7. Out of the box, it's one of the best microphones. It's the one that Bunny is using right now. It's the one that you're listening to me on right now. Um, I've got a, see, I don't know if people see in the video here. I got a locker behind me. I got 15 microphones in there. <laughs> okay. You made me throw away my like a previous, you know, recording microphone it, to hear you be like the microphones, you know, but I, again, I think that you were holding me to that higher standard. And I do, I do get compliments on this microphone all the time. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just, it's 250 bucks. It's going to be the best 250 bucks that you ever spend on like your desk setup, like in my, in my opinion, because it just makes you, it just get, gets you at a certain threshold. So I think that is important. Yes. Now, wait, should, um, should we, should we tell people about what issue you had with my microphone? Because I told me to get the microphone. I did not tell me to get the microphone stand. <laughs> 
<laughs> so for this is like just for your entertainment. I recorded what like four episodes and you were listening to it and you're like the microphone sounds good, but where where is the microphone? And I literally put the microphone like on my desk just laying it's just like just laying, laying on, on my desk <laughs> without a stand without because I didn't know it had the screw thing down here which I know yeah. that like you know that seems obvious okay. hey you've but never started a podcast before it's a part of the it's part of the journey. no I just I just wanted everybody to know like the reality check behind the amazing sound he added that to his process to make sure that you guys now know by the microphone and the stand <laughs> I sure did that's so funny. Yeah. So the four hundred, the four hundred dollar uh, production system is is quite literally that microphone. And if you so choose, I recommend getting Riverside. It's what we're recording on right now. It lossless, really high quality video. Um, they're kind of like super up there in the game. There's really not the other other the only other platform that's kind of like them is like Squadcast. But I just prefer Riverside. I've used them both at Agnosium, and I can just tell you as. If you're someone who just wants to get in and get out and get it and make sure everything works really perfectly, Bunny will test that she probably likes this platform. So um, it's great. Everything uploads to the cloud. It's all in one place. It's just everyone loves it. So boom, there's your, and actually this technically would be like a, a $262. 200, yeah, $262. So we got a little bit of room in there for for some other niceties if we if we so choose. Um Okay, uh, two more things, and then we're done with the system. So, and I'm pretty sure we can we can put the links for some of that um, in the show notes so that you guys have it. The winning marketing and and launch strategy. So everyone's kind of like, I'm going to start a podcast, but how am I going to launch it? So a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves around a launch, and I think generally as humans, we just put a lot of pressure on ourselves all the time. We have to get back to what step one was, right? What was our desired outcome from doing this? Like the launch is a really beautiful time to do interesting things in creative marketing. I have, uh, I have, you know, literally a lot of literature on this and videos on this. But in terms of the ten-hour perfect podcast system, like you don't need to focus like so heavily on the day of launch. Now, what I would say is that all the people on your now shiny new Pod One Hundred list, every single one of those people are gonna become an advocate and an activator for the show launch, right? So you're gonna now crowdsource your launching. I don't want you to put all this work on yourself for trying to figure out the launch. Like, no, actually build some very simple assets and get some of your closest homies on board to help you launch this thing. And I have found that guerrilla marketing this into the groups of ideal kind of targets that you're looking to is like the best way possible. Don't spend money on ads. Just don't do it yet. There are ways to creatively do ad spend within podcasting, but like it is not for the long of your podcast half the time. Now, if you're someone who has a bit of an audience right now and you've built up some infrastructure, maybe come talk to me. Like there's this, the 10 hour perfect podcast might not be appropriate for this, but everyone kind of outside of that, they're on the up and up and are building and blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is really good. So crowdsource, uh, the long strategy. <laughs> um, you're going to probably want to launch a show with like two episodes. So just like keep that in mind. And then one click publishing is like our final step. You'll want to employ a, uh, you know, just a distribution um, platform. There's so many 
Like literally there's dozens. I personally and my agency uses Red Circle. Known the guys over there forever. They're here in Venice, California. Um, They're making a great product. They're kind of making a product for business owners. And I'm like, great. Like I work with business owners and like we've been talking for a long time. So we have a network solution with them. They're amazing. I recommend them. But you literally could use Buzzsprout. You could use Diesel. You could use Libsyn. You could use Spotify's system now. You could just, you could go with any. I just recommend us keep it simple. But I think if you're probably listening to this show, I think you'll probably be good with Red Circle. And oh, also, if you want to drop in the comments below, like, hey, I'd love to get connected with Red Circle. I'll literally shoot you an email and get you a free trial. Thanks pulling out all the stops for you guys. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there is a 10-hour perfect podcast system. And if we just go through it back really quickly, aligning your desired outcomes is number one. Number two, build your pod 100 list. Number three, Rinse and repeat content method, right? The one format that you're going to stick to um, that aligns with your desired outcome. Um, number four, podcast studio for under 400 bucks. Uh, well, now 262. Uh, number five, the winning marketing and long strategy, turning your advocates or your pod 100 list in or crowdsourcing your marketing and long, I should say. And then number six, one click publishing. Um, boom, we did it. There we go. All right. I cue the applause in the background. <laughs> I think we have that feature in here. I just don't, I don't, I don't think it's activated. <laughs> it's, it's somewhere in, in our Riverside. Yes. And it's, I can attest for the fact that it has been a, an incredible system to be a part of. And, and let's wrap it up with that question about YouTube. Like, let's wrap it up with the, yeah, but can I just post my podcast to, YouTube. Um, and one of the things you're really great at is cannibalizing the, it's probably a dirty word, but cannibalizing my podcast I like to, <laughs> <laughs> into like basically a month's worth of co- content that we get out of one podcast episode. So how do you do it? And is it as simple as just posting it to YouTube? I like to keep things simple, but things aren't as simple as you always want them to be. It's not as simple as just posting something on YouTube. Um, it's if you just if I think the mindset of like oh I'll just I'll just put it on YouTube is is probably um, it's negative, and we need to change that uh, behavior and thought pattern within you. Whoever is whoever is thinking that, you have to look at platforms and the activity that you're doing on platforms in, incredibly intentionally. So a platform, and I'm gonna I'm gonna like go to school for a second uh, with this explanation. A platform is built for a very specific purpose. It's it's there to connect people. It's there for people to share something. And these platforms like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, insert your, your next one, podcasting, they're all built for initial purpose and they evolve very quickly. Um, and those platforms design infrastructure, features, and just quite literally veneers that are there for a certain purpose, for a human, for someone to do something, to click on something, to share something in a certain way. Everything that you see on these platforms is intentional. A button isn't there just for a trivial purpose, right? The 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 like, the share, the, the save button, the forward button, like all those things, like they're all there intentionally. The comments are there intentionally. The way that... Just the entire thing is architected, is there intentionally. So we have to, like, you, if you understand that concept, then the content that you put there also is now intentional. 
Like Instagram used to be a just a photo app, right? We remember the day. I remember the days where I was just uploading photos with really cool filters. Well, I mean, now they're horrible, but like at the time they were like the best things in the world. It was just a photo app. It is now a primary video platform on the internet. Like it's literally evolved to short format video content. Facebook, the same. Where we start with Facebook? We started with text. Text. Like literally just writing an update, right? Yeah. And How are you that. doing today? <laughs> right. Like MySpace, right? Like it was all this kind of like all that stuff. And now what are, what is what is uh, Facebook today? Well, what is Facebook today, actually? <laughs> no. And, like, you know, I mean, meta, the evolution is what the point that I'm trying to make here, right? So where is it now? And what is it doing? It's totally different, right? So we have to see those progressions and those evolutions and meet the platform and people where they're at. So when I say that, and when we say, oh, well, what should we do with the podcast? I should just throw it over here. Sure, but let's think about who you are, what you are over on that platform, if you are even something, and then how we could actually create a strategy with the show that you're producing so you can clip and and MacGyver things with this show so you can actually feed your natural marketing ecosystem. So the first thing here is that I would say, Think about your marketing infrastructure. Think about where you want to market and where you want to be present. I don't necessarily recommend trying to go create a winning YouTube strategy by just doing a podcast first and just and not being on. Like if you're not on YouTube right now and you're like, great, I'm just going to start a podcast over here and start feeding you with that. I wouldn't do that. It's not going to work because YouTube's a very, a very unique beast. You know, you have to be very intentional with the strategy of how you look at the type of content that you need to create, the timeline of it, how you edit it, how you, it's just, it's a, it is a whole, it's a whole situation. You can't, I'm not saying that you can't supplement your YouTube channel with really great clips and pieces from the podcast. That's a nice playlist, but it's not the strategy for YouTube. So I would put it, I put it this way, is that when you look at your podcast and you look at your marketing endeavors as a business, get very clear. Do you have SMS, email? Do you have certain social media platforms? Where are you most present? Where do you want to be more present? And then build a content strategy around the podcast that you're making um, to help feed those environments. And um, we do this at the agency all the time. Like, you know, usually it's kind of like, hey, four hours every month gives you over 30 days of a marketing timeline. You know, you can create short, medium, and long format video content, articles, blogs, as we do SMS campaigns, email campaigns, like the whole kit and caboodle can come from literally just one episode. Um, so boom, there we go. Yeah. And if you want to see an example of that and you're not already following on Instagram uh, at thebunnyyoung.com or at the Young. I always say .com because that's the website too, is uh, bunnyyoung.com. But at the Bunny Young, this is something that um, we do with our podcasting content as well. And so it's great because it comes across, like I said, as text. It comes across as an audiogram. So it's a visual component, but you're listening to it primarily. And then we've got video and you can use that on stories and we can put that in, you know, Ike's helped us even make the the words on the screen. So it's like the audiogram, but it's also the read along because we noticed that that's really important to our audience is to have the words to read along. And then lastly, I think we prioritize looking at a, our faces <laughs> in the content. <laughs> so yeah, I'd encourage you 
You you gave them so much. So I really would just encourage for homework. Of course, I'm always going to be giving homework to sit down and figure out how to start to meet your audience in a way that's going to serve in this new media format. Not that it's a new media format, but it could be for you. And if you already have a podcast, you know, we've given you a ton of things to optimize through it as well. Like Ike said, for my podcast, as he was going through this, it's like, check, 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 which, you know, we don't take that lightly either. We're making sure that it's still resonating with our audience. We can have the best microphone, the padded room, all of that kind of stuff. And we still need to make sure that we're delivering on that first part of like the 10 hour podcast, um, you know, is making sure that we're, we're nailing it for the audience. So final thoughts, Sir Ike, before I let you go. If you are someone who is thinking about getting into podcasting, I really would start focusing on that first step. And if you can get yourself aligned there with, you know, uh, asking uh, your desired outcomes for, for doing an activity like this, like having conversations with people and creating an environment to grow an audience that is looking to, uh, to get help to certain subject matter, just get so, so specific on the ideal results first, because you'll never look back and kick yourself and be like, you know, why, like, why isn't this working or why am I not getting the things that I want from it? And as long as we, you can get that right out of the gate and make sure that you're aligned there, everything else will just fall into place for you. So just make sure that you start there. And obviously always here to help if anyone has questions and thank you for having me, Bunny. Yeah. Thanks for being here. And just a reminder again, that I gave you guys a big opportunity to drop into the comments or the reviews. Um, any questions that came out of this specific to your business? I think that that's such an incredible offer. And so I'd encourage you guys to do that. And also, as always, no matter where you were listening to us, if you want to go into the DMs on Instagram at the Bunny Young, drop me any questions. I can get them over to Ike. Check out the links that we put in the show notes because a lot of what we spoke about is going to be linked right there to make it super easy for you. And lastly, and most importantly, Ike and I are so incredibly grateful for you taking us on your journey today, wherever you were taking us and listening to us in the car, in the kitchen, making your green smoothie, walking on the beaches of Malibu, which is where Ike and I will be in about a month. (laughs) We just really do have so much gratitude for that because that is, you are why we record the Yes And podcast. And I cannot wait to bring you another incredible episode very soon. And I'll be recording it. Ike will be making it incredible. And we will see you in that episode very soon. Thanks for joining us on the Yes And podcast. Bye now.